Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I am your host, Becca Marie. Welcome to Conservative Talk ABQ, 96.9 FM, AM 700. And listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want to invite you to listen to replays of all my previous shows on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And you can also go to my website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the radio replay link. I'm here with my really awesome guest today, Stephen Garrett, Mark Abramson from Los Ranchos Gun Shop, and John Welch, which is... Uh, a voiceover guy that he helped me actually on Los Ranchos Guns uh, commercial, that one that you're hearing now. That's Be sure John. to stay tuned to 96.9. There you go. <laughs> He's my low voice guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so anyway, um, Stephen, you were uh, in the middle of a thought there at the end of the last hour, and I wanted to let you complete that thought. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, that that would be nice if I wouldn't have seen the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We talked about too much during break. About that it was like, Although we did okay, talk about some good stuff during the break. Where was I going? Maybe we should also just mention for a little bit. I want to get into this January 6th thing. Mm, I overwhelming made some, sorrow. I remember that. Oh, was we, a, were talking oh. about, we were talking about this recent thing to come out about the prescription drugs oh, and yeah. the drug companies, which, by the way, they're making billions of dollars off these oh. drugs. You know, we're seeing that the so-called vax is actually not what they kept saying it was. And also another thing I've been talking about for the longest time is like, why would you inject your something, self with something that's experimental in which you have no idea what the potential side effects are and in which there's no long-term studies? I mean, these things can sometimes uh, hit you years later. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I... The squirrel came back around the cage. Oh, there so, we go. Okay, let's go. Uh, and, and in fact, we talked about it during break. There was a study that was just released, I believe it was yesterday, from, I believe, a Swedish research firm. Um, and because what they were trying to do was shoot down, the, the dispel all of this rumor about the mRNA vaccine mm -hmm. changing your DNA. Yeah. And lo and behold, what they discovered, and then this is a, was in a mice liver study. They introduced it, and it did change the genetic makeup of the the mice's liver. And their whole uh, conclusion at the end of this was this needs to be studied more. Well, m mRNA vaccines were developed for gene therapy. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you think it wouldn't do that? I don't know. I mean, it, it, I was, I've been thinking that all along. And it's like, you know, we were talking about, during the break, we were talking about how, when this whole thing started, about how there were, that most people were taking it seriously, at least at the beginning. Honestly, I'm an exception. I never took it seriously. After I looked at the facts, uh, you know, when, when they said, okay, this is an outbreak, um, I did security work. Uh, I've worked with virologists in the field. So it was, at first, yeah, two weeks to figure out where this is going. Makes sense. Two weeks, I was skeptical. It's, like, it's like one of those things. Okay, I look at it this way. I look at all the other supposed 
things. A, 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 N1, was it N1H1? Did I get oh, that right? Or is it yeah. H1N1? N1H1. Um, and, and all of these other things that went around that were supposedly potentially so deadly and they never amounted to anything. And it's like, and I looked at it that way. It's like, I, I used to live in Florida mm -hmm. years ago. And you always hear, you always hear the media, anytime there's a hurricane coming along, in which the media is hyping it up. It's like, oh, you people need to, you need to flee your homes. You need to go somewhere because it's going to be awful. And it's like, but people that have lived in Florida for a really, really long time, it's like, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> it's just another, another scare, uh, which will amount to nothing, which it, it almost always does. Well, that's what happens. Almost always. Yeah. So they, they cry wolf, they cry wolf, they cry yes. wolf, and then the wolf shows up. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's going, eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And that usually is, I mean, then you end up with a severe loss of life and everything yeah. because you have, you've built things up to where we no longer take you seriously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's back so, to the emergency that you were talking about, that everything has to be an emergency, that no crisis should be left un, right. unused. Well, and here's the thing, too. I was thinking about this, about this, this emergency which they managed to declare for this whole Rona thing, okay? They declared this emergency, and now they're willing to declare an emergency for everything. Exactly. It's one emergency after the other. Oh, yeah. It's like, when did we get to the point of where we find it so simple to declare emergencies and completely step all over other, everybody's personal freedom? But they've normalized that. It's, it's like the hypochondriac who's, you know... He, he never really died, but eventually he died. Yeah, eventually. And his, and his epitaph was, see, see I, told I told you so. so. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was coming. I That's knew good. that was coming. So, you know, whenever we talk about a hurricane that went really bad, mm -hmm. we talk about Katrina. Right. Yeah. The loss of life, oh, yeah. the unpreparedness, the yeah. corruption yeah. that before and after, the, the loss of rights, all those things that happened, uh, in New Orleans yeah. was horrible. And that's what they point to. But we have hurricanes that land, hit landfall. I mean, South Padre has had the hell beat out of it, but the news cycle forgets it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, we keep talking about Katrina, and we should. But when you talk about hurricanes, most of them are nothing. Yet when it hits, you're going to get blamed. The 9-11 of weather, right? <laughs> wow, do we Boy, want to, I don't uh, want to go there. We don't want to go there because that's a whole new show right there. And I'm going to talk about that one one of these sorry, days. Sorry, sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm a new guy here. But, <laughs> well, domestic terrorism. Oh, yeah. It's real. Mm -hmm. It's there. Yeah. But we also know that the FBI... Uh, corruptly, I think, has been, agents have been encouraged to find incidents where it wasn't necessarily what was driving it. Now, forget January 6th for a moment, because I know you want to get there. Yeah. Well, you're just it. segwaying into it right I'm now with what you just you. said. Yeah. But, yes. but other than January 6th, all these incidents of crazy people, mm -hmm killing people mm -hmm. in malls, in uh, plazas. Is that domestic terrorism? I don't know. But the FBI, when supervisors are telling their agents, put it down as a domestic terrorism event, um, 
we're politicizing an organization that should be apolitical. Has it been? Largely. Not lately. But, but some of these incidents involving political people, mm -hmm. um, you know, at least with, you know, at least with Trump and maybe some of the evasiveness in the Biden administration, um, when you politicize the FBI, it's a true problem, and oh, yeah. we have to address it. And <laughs> I don't even want to go to CYFD, but oh. some organizations need to be restructured, and the FBI may be one. There are some great agents who work, I mean, special agents who work for the FBI, and I respect the heck out of them. They have a heck, they have a terrible job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you politicize it, you undermine their efficacy. Oh, yeah. And we're seeing this now with science, as we talked about during the break, um, and with law enforcement, and I don't mean across the board, but elements of law enforcement, it's a problem because it just undermines what we all believe. And that affects left and right when you analyze it. You know, whether we're going after, you know, I know the big news in town is um, what SWAT did uh, in trying to, you know, apprehend someone and a, and a, a child um, was killed. Mm -hmm. Should we analyze that? Sure. Do we have to look at the circumstances? Sure. Am I ready to throw SWAT under the bus? No. no. Nor am I ready to absolve them. But once things get political, and I know everything's political, but not at that level. Right. The water's yeah. muddy, don't they? Yeah. Everybody's always saying don't talk about politics and religion, but really almost everything involves politics and religion. Yeah. If you don't talk about politics <laughs> and religion, I mean, our, our, the, the, the moral fabric of, of this country about the laws and things like that have to do with religion. You know, like, I, <laughs> I just want to get on this little side note. I don't want to get too far down this yeah. rabbit hole, but yeah. <clears throat> I've, I've been hearing this debate about uh, gay marriage and all these sort of things. Okay, now, I don't care about that one way or the other, but here's the thing I do care about. When did the government get involved in marriage? <laughs> okay, why is the government involved in marriage? Isn't that like a, a personal religious thing in which it's, 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 it's a function of the church and things like that? Why is the government involved in religion and who can be married and control. who can't be. We created tax advantages. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And penalties for marriage. See, it's another one of those things Money. in which the government found an inroad yeah. into something that I don't believe they had the right to be involved in. No, I, no. I thought the best answer, and, and this is before the Supreme Court issued its decision, was the government should not be sanctioning marriage because it's a religious Marriage right. of any kind. Correct. The government shouldn't be involved, period. But a civil union, which can be a legally recognized entity... Which, which is a different thing. ...which can emanate mm -hmm. from a, you know, a marriage in church or synagogue or, mm -hmm. or in a, mm -hmm. a temple, a mosque, doesn't matter. But that is something that's sanctified by a religious organization. And, yeah, that... Which, by the way, I may be in the minority, I don't know, but, uh, you know, God did institute marriage. And pretty much if you're God, it's, uh, 
it's it's high up there. Yeah, but he was a misanthrope. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I've got to get the news. Because you believe God was a guy. And uh, <laughs> see, see there? See there? Uh, my entities right here. It's, it's really interesting uh, that you bring up uh, the religion and, and marriage like that because over the last, I'd say, 12, 10 to 12 months, all of my science pages that I've been going to, that I go to to, to discuss different things, um, all have brought up at least twice a month, there's a huge discussion on religion. And it's, it, 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 it amazes me, you know, you, it's impossible to be an atheist. If you if you're an atheist, I think you being are, an atheist requires an enormous amount of faith. Oh, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because, <clears throat> well, there you go talking about religion again. It is. It, it <laughs> has to be one of the most unscientific statements. Because you're saying for a fact, you know for a fact. Okay, show me your facts. That's right. I know for a fact. Show me your facts. That's right. Uh. Because science has a completely different take on it. Yeah. But you know, it, when when this you is get our into best it, guess. Well, actually, we, we actually, can't call it our best guess. There's, but there's, uh, I'm pretty there's sure a, the sun will rise in the morning. There's an equation called the Goddard equation, mm -hmm. but it it goes beyond that because you you look at okay, you've got Einstein's theory of relativity. Mm -hmm. That 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 explains all the large stuff. And notice it's called a theory, right? There are then, certain elements which can be proven over and over again, and I mm -hmm. explained that one on one of my shows one week because me being an engineer, right? I understand uh, that you know equals mc squared. I understand that the the speed of light is a number that has been defined and it is consistent, and you can use it in formulas to calculate stuff. Right. <laughs> so you've 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 got Einstein's theory of relativity explaining all the large stuff in the universe. Mm -hmm. You've got quantum mechanics that explains all the small stuff. The problem is, is when you try to, to introduce the two maths together, they, they react violently to mm -hmm. each other. And therefore, that's what brought in string theory. And not to use it as a pun, but string theory tied it all together. Mm -hmm. Well, if those theories fall in line, and string theory states that there are multiple universes, an infinite a number of multiple universes. Is there a universe that exists where an all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful entity can exist? Well, you know, that if whole the, concept, it says that uh, any possibility that can exist probably does exist. If, if the answer is yes, that there is a universe that contains an all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful entity, not only in stating that, that he can exist in the one, he must therefore exist in all. I agree wholeheartedly. It's, it's, and it's it, a it, simple... It, it's a hard thing. You've you got to stay up late at night. And, yeah. you know, you've gotta, you've got, of course, if you're not getting any sleep, yeah. this, is, yeah. this is something... There's, yeah. a, there's yeah. a pill for that. I, 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 <laughs> naturally, the yeah. science... Oh, boy. <laughs> Let me the tell science you guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't get any sleep. I, I, gave it, I gave it up for Lent. You know, you mm. talked about an yeah. interesting... I mean, go. God, I really want to get into this topic, oh, but it's yeah. like, okay, we're, we're on an interesting little <laughs> path here. Okay, so... <laughs> like I like I always tell everybody when I when I share my show notes with this, it's uh, like, well, nothing's ever 
were written in stone. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we get, go down these interesting rabbit holes. Mm. And we were talking about the pharmaceutical companies, how they're oh, yeah. making billions and billions of dollars off of drugs that uh, they may have known for a really, really long time that they don't work. And they're, you know, they, you know, like we were talking about uh, uh, the COVID-19 injection. We're talking about antidepressants. We're oh, talking yeah. about uh, things for Alzheimer's disease. And it's just now coming out that, in fact, that stuff really doesn't work. Uh, at least it doesn't, doesn't do what you think it's supposed to do. Um, and I've been saying this for years, like, for instance, with antidepressants. And I've talked to fr friends that take a lot of people take antidepressants nowadays. Um, and I don't, I've never believed uh, that it's a chemical imbalance. And apparently that's proving now that it's really not. Um, a lot of people got angry about me, you know, with me about that. But, you know, the thing is, I think that the fact that so many people are taking antidepressants is a sign, it's a symptom of the breakdown of our society. Um, that people are all dealing with so much stuff that they're feeling these feelings of anxiety and depression. And, and I will just be upfront and say, I know what that's like because I've dealt with that for quite a long time myself. And <clears throat> even though I take an antidepressant myself, I can tell you that it doesn't take away the depression. It simply takes the edge off of it. It takes the emotional component kind of away, uh, allows you to function and, and let your logical mind take over. But your logical mind still sees the problem. Mm -hmm. It doesn't go away. Ultimately, you have to deal with the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. And you were telling an interesting story oh, yeah. um, that you might want to share. I, 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 I used to drive commercial truck. Uh, I was injured in an accident, tore up my shoulder pretty good. Uh, in fact, knocked me out of the industry that I was in. Uh, and the pain was such that I couldn't sleep. Every time I moved, I would wake up. And it was to the point where I knew I wasn't getting REM. I was getting, you know, an actual total amount, maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half if I was lucky, broken up sleep, you know. Uh, and finally, I, was, I went to the doctor, and I'm begging him, please, give me something that is going to knock me out for 24 hours. I don't, I don't want a whole bottle of them. And he goes, well, we're going to give you this. And I, I can't, I don't know if it was gabapentin or, or one of Maybe Xanax or, or no, Xanax, that'll knock you out. Yeah. Or Valium sometimes. No, it, I believe it was Xanax. Xanax. So that's, ooh, um, that's, a, that's a potent one. So, and, and, and it's a culmination drug mm -hmm. because you start off taking one and then eventually you may end up taking two. Well, second or third day. Uh, these feelings, I mean, it, it was, uh, the only way that, I, and the way I explained it to my wife when she found me in the living room with this curious look on my face and tears running down my face, because I'm trying to analyze this, uh, it was literally just bone crushing, overwhelming sorrow. Just, I mean, you, I couldn't, help. I couldn't stop. Literally, the tears running down my face, and my wife comes in and goes, what is the matter with you? Because I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm 
going through all this and just analyzing in my mind, processing this literal sorrow that I mean just, I could see where it would overwhelm someone. An induced state of depression. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, I ended up, you know, stopping taking those uh, and telling my doctor, don't ever give me that again. <laughs> I never want to go through and experience that. Uh, but it is. I mean, when you look at the drugs that they're, that they're prescribing, and then you start looking at the side effects, and then when the side effects are worse than what you're dealing with to begin with, you know, what do you do? Well, and you're talking about drugs that have like a psychotropic effect. Mm -hmm. And... You know, we wonder why there seems to be this increase in these shootings and people doing things that, wow, that was they were such a good person. I never imagined they could do something like that. Well, the thing is, is some of these drugs can literally have an effect on you in which you have feelings that you just don't even understand that aren't even necessarily your own. Oh, yeah. And they can do this to you. It's, it's interesting because doctors, while we don't, as a gun owner, we're not real interested in a doctor saying, well, do you have guns? <laughs> on the other hand, when you're prescribing medication that will have an impact on your ability to process, call it reality, um, it's really important whether you're going through a bout of significant depression or mm -hmm. something that affects your judgment, that you understand that a side effect will be judgment and that you ought to secure your own firearms oh, yeah. or any you know, weapon of choice. But uh, whether you give them to a friend to hold, which is still legal in New Mexico, or have them stored um, you need to get them out of your house mm. because we we don't know what motivates killers. Right. But people who are depressed are at risk, and that's mm. why one of the checkboxes, you know, are you a user of prescription medication that will affect your judgment? That's really the question. Mm -hmm. And people don't think about it, but it's good to take that positive step mm -hmm. on your own without governmental interference. Mm -hmm. But you need to, but doctors have to tell you what those side effects are. Oh yeah. Because if you read about it, you're an educated consumer, that's fine. Right. A lot of people don't understand, I'm having this feeling and I don't know why. And especially a drug that is going to lead you to be suicidal. I don't know a drug that makes you homicidal, but um, you know, that's something that people just need to be aware of. I, I uh, <laughs> am interested in the chemical imbalance theory because um, every once in a while I'll have a glass of wine just to balance the chemicals inside of my body and um, then I'll feel balanced. Does this make sense? No? I mean, I don't understand. You know, no, in other I words, mean... a chemical imbalance, maybe I need a glass of wine. Right. I mean, so I was really balanced last night. Well, maybe. Yeah. Oh, wow, was I balanced? I tell Not you what, you. if you would have asked me, you know. You know, I actually have. I uh, actually have met a lot of unbalanced people. Oh yeah, they should. They should take up drinking. I mean, but not with Xanax. You know, no, 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 no. We all agree on that. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're agreed on that. Well, see, it, and that plays into. See, you go to the doctor, believing that. He knows what he's doing. 
And knows more than you. And your trust. Not necessarily the case, we're finding out. Right, and it's the same thing with politics. You elect someone trusting they know what they're doing and they're going to do the right thing. But when you actually look, doctor literally translates into learned fool. Interesting. Yes. So that's why they call it practicing, practicing. medicine. Uh, you're practicing because your knowledge. When are you going to do it for of, real? That's you're right. right. But yeah. when you when you can. But it's interesting because people will go to their doctor and expect that knowledge right. and will listen to it. Yeah. But they go to the pharmacist to get the prescription filled <laughs> where they actually know the medicine, right. know the interaction. And yeah. if you go to one pharmacy, they know what other drugs you're taking yeah. and can advise you. Yet at that little window that says consultant, mm-hmm. you, they ask, you know, do you have any questions about this medicine or its effect? People go, no. And they leave. Yeah. Yet that's the expert. Yeah. It's like, who do you want to give you a shot, a doctor or a nurse? Um, actually, I've met more nurses with more knowledge yeah. than, than the actual doctor. And mm. now that they put the time I, I know one in particular, actually, which has been on with me numerous times. And she's more knowledgeable than a lot of doctors I've met. Oh, my, my mother-in-law had a fantastic daughter, doctor, but they let him go. And the reason being, he was spending too much time with each patient. Mm-hmm. You're allotted eight minutes mm. for a patient. I know which system you're talking about, yeah. and that's true. What's, what's amazing about that, though, is they've done studies where his cursive becomes clearer, and uh, he can't be a doctor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, oh my we, gosh. It's, we've got too much at risk. That's here. right. Oh, sorry. my gosh. You could read what he's writing. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. so, okay, so that was a fun rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, wow. So... I want to go into this. I, I watched this January 6th movie that uh, came out by the Epoch Times. By the way, if you guys have not oh. checked out the Epoch Times, you should get a subscription to it. That and the Daily Wire are two mm-hmm. things that I really, really... And they even, add, on those, on both the Daily Wire and the Epoch Times with your subscription, they have on the Epoch Times, they call it Epoch Cinema, I think is what they call it. And they have movies, and so does the Daily Wire, and they're really, really good movies. They're movies that the family can watch. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're not movies that uh, a Christian family would, would shy away from. And, but anyway, they cut, they, they, the Epoch Times had this January 6th movie in which they had just tons and tons of footage from January 6th. And they were showing this stuff going on. Now, this so-called January 6th Select Committee, which is a joke, uh, is simply a kangaroo court in which they're just—they're trying to do the third impeachment of Donald Trump is what it comes right down to. And they are selectively taking footage to push their narrative. Now, if you watch the Epoch Times movie, they're showing some stuff that's going on, which should be really disturbing, I think, to a lot of people. I watched the whole thing, and I took a lot of notes. Now, you hear about Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. Okay. I'm sure her family. They're always talking about Ashley Babbitt. We saw the footage from that got out right from the beginning. Okay, but there's a lot of other footage that did not get out, okay, which this movie is showing. Okay, now, Ashley Babbitt, we saw what happened to her. She was... She was unarmed. This little lady that was a military veteran, happy lady, we saw footage of her 
you know, going to the to the speech that Trump was giving on that day, and and she was just patriotic lady. Now somehow she got caught up in this thing uh, with the Capitol, in which people were going into the Capitol. Now she shouldn't have been climbing through the window. Okay, I don't give her a pass on that. She shouldn't have been doing that. Um, Apparently, she ended up in that, in that situation. There are stories and video footage to prove that there were people driving this thing going into the Capitol. There were groups of people driving what was happening. And that should really, really, if, if anything should be investigated, I'm, I'm completely, I totally believe that, yes, this should be investigated because there's a lot of things that happened on that day which we need to know the truth about. Now, we saw her get uh, just, she was climbing through this window in the Capitol. She got shot by this DC cop that was inside the building uh, for really no good reason. She wasn't armed or anything. She could have easily have just been arrested if they felt she was trespassing and doing something wrong. But no, she was shot with a kill shot to the neck. And it looks like she was probably dead within seconds. And this this DC police officer that did this, we didn't know his name right. for months. Yeah, I don't know. Quite a while. Hey, anyway, so we're at the break. Um, after the break, I want to really dig into this in the second half of the second hour, and we'll be right back. to be free of pain, free of pain meds, to move freely and easily again? Call Dr. Lynn today, 505-200-0271, riverlightcommunitypt.com, 505-200-0271. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at Perkins Protection training.com. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, we support law-abiding folks learning to operate their guns safely. Some look at a firearm and see only weapons of war. If the mayor is telling the police to stand down when criminals act and release them into our community without consequence, well, who can you rely on to protect you and your family? Safety and awareness is what we preach and teach. It's your right to be safe in your own home and community. Take up the responsibility. No one else will do it for you. Stop by our new location, 6621 4th Street, Northwest in Los Ranchos, or call 505 345 Five four two seven six. 
everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Becca Marie. You're listening to Freedom Speak right here on Conservative Talk, ABQ. KDAZ 96.9 FM, AM 700. And you can listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'm here with my guests today, Stephen Garrett, Mark Abramson, and John Welch. Like the grape juice. Just like the grape juice. WLCH Radio. I'm John. There you go. Yeah. He was giving us a little concert on the guitar uh, during the break. (laughs) Hey, uh, so anyway, I'm talking about this January 6th movie I saw in the Epoch Times. It uh, really shed a lot of light on a lot of things. And we saw the Ashley Babbitt thing, and I... I think all of us probably, any of us with a sane mind agree that that was excessive use of force, what happened to her, and it was unnecessary. But there were three other people that also got killed by, and by the way, they corrected me on the break, the Capitol Police. Now, okay, now, there were Capitol Police there at the Capitol, but also were there D.C. Police there too, or was it like a combination of the two? I think the D.C. Police were outside. Yeah, yeah. okay. So the Capitol Police were in the building and D.C. Police were outside. So anyway, so Capitol Police, sorry, a Capitol Police officer shot Ashley Babbitt. Now, I'm not sure which one it was. It probably might have been a combination of the two, but there were three other people also killed by the police on that day. There was a gentleman by the name of Benjamin Phillips, another one by the name of Kevin Greeson, and of course, a lot of you might have heard of Roseanne Boyland. Now, I saw some footage of Roseanne Boyland in which uh, there, were, there was this group of protesters, which by the way, from what I understand, none of this particular group, which I believe there was about a total of 80 of them, not a single one of these people have been arrested. They, have, they haven't had the FBI goon squad show up at their house and drag them out of bed in the middle of the night and arrest them. They're not sitting in a DC gulag. These people have not been arrested, which I find highly suspicious because there's plenty of video evidence of these people and their faces in which they have not been picked up. Now, what do you think, what's the chance of if they were to do facial recognition on these people that maybe they might pop up on an FBI database and maybe they're currently functioning as FBI informants? Yeah, there was uh, actually in one of the Senate committees uh, when they were questioning uh, about that, there's, it's something in the neighborhood of 80% of the video footage has never been released to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have people, you can see on the film footage, people gesturing, come on in, come on in. You know, if they would have never opened those gates. Well, know. there was another guy, there was one guy that was uh, by the name of Ray Epps. They even know yeah. his name. They know the guy's name. And they've got multiple video footage of this guy throughout apparently the day before and the day of of this guy inciting violence and encouraging people to go in. And, and when you see the part where the, the initial group of people, and this is while Trump's speech is still going on, in which there's this initial group in which they're crashing the barricades. And this guy is right there at the head of it. Oh, yeah. Egging them on and bringing them on. The whole time, he's like egging people on, encouraging people, encouraging violence. As, uh, he was doing that the day before. And guess also. what? This guy's never been arrested. 
Correct. Does anybody he, find that unusual? So, and he's supposed to be this heavy Trump supporter, right? Yet he didn't attend Trump's speech. Right. Right. So, you know, there's there's a lot of of questions that they're not answering. There was a Senate hearing where the FBI was brought forward and questioned about that. The whole time, this this director or uh, assistant director to the FBI was testifying and refusing to answer using uh, we I will we cannot com comment on anything of an ongoing investigation or potential see, investigation see, the lack of an answer right there is the answer oh yeah okay because if, if, if in fact Ray Epps had nothing to do with it they could have said that, right? They'd have said, yeah. oh, well, he's currently not under investigation. Right. And, and here's the reason why. He's currently not an informant for he's, us. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> an, he's not an informant for us. Right. No, but that, and that's where, that's where they start really tap dancing in these, in these Senate hearings. Oh, yeah. You know, because I can't say if I, if I can't give an affirmative answer, I can't give a solid answer because it could come back and indict me. Well, you know, and there is a history of, uh, of the FBI and law enforcement agencies taking informants to go after people that they don't like. Oh, yeah. To encourage them to break the law so that they can take them down. I remember years ago, and I can't remember, it might have been the Hells Angels or something like that, but I remember there was this group of bikers that they really, really wanted to take down. And apparently they didn't have any evidence on them to do it, so they sent an informant in, and they were, and this informant was just egging these guys on uh, and eventually got them to uh, go along with doing some kind of thing on a gun deal or something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. But anyway, they created a, a, a crime so that they could take these guys down. And I've seen this sort of thing happen. It happens all the time. Like, for instance, okay, on the, uh, on the topic of, say, prostitution, okay, what they will do, what the, law, what the police will do is they will have informants encouraging, okay, they'll be calling somebody out, uh, a prostitute, to come out to where they are, and then they will encourage them to do things that are illegal, Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, a lot of so-called call girls, things like that, they'll go out to a place and they will do things that walk the line but aren't against the law. Mm -hmm. And what these guys will do is they will encourage them to do something that crosses the line and then they swoop in and arrest them. And, and they do that. They, they've been doing this kind of stuff for years. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's like planned, planned entrapment. Yeah, it is. It's planned entrapment. Right, they tap dance, they, they walk that very thin line. They've got to be very mm. careful so that they aren't accused of entrapment. Oh, yeah. But there has been cases where an FBI, they've been in contact with a suspect, mm. you know, and they've been in conversation with them. And all of a sudden, they'll sit there and, well, we can, you know, the, we can get you the explosives you need. Mm-hmm. And then set up the scenario where it's not explosive. Like in the case of that biker gang, it's like oh, these yeah. guys are saying, no, 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 we're not really interested. Right. And they just kept pushing and pushing mm. and pushing. It's like finally, oh, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know? It's, it, yeah. <laughs> and, this, and this is one of the agencies that are supposed to be protecting our rights. Exactly. So, so one of the video clips I saw from this uh, thing on January 6th in this movie is... And I think it was actually Roseanne Boylan had fallen down at the, at the outside the door to the Capitol. And it shows multiple 
and I'm not sure if these are Capitol Police or DC Police, I don't know, it, with, their, with their clubs, just wailing on her. Mm -hmm. And whoever this is in the ground, they're just beating the crap out of them. And there must have been like five or six, this person's already down on the ground, and they are literally just beating this person to death on the ground with mm -hmm. their clubs. Mm -hmm. Several of them. Yeah. I saw that. How is this okay? It's, she didn't say, I can't breathe. No, she did, you're right. She didn't say that. And she was white, and she was a Trump supporter. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's okay to beat Trump supporters. Selah. Yeah. So the thing is, is like this whole thing with uh, with oh God, what was the guy's name that uh, got you just mentioned him? George Floyd. George Floyd. Okay. Mm -hmm. The whole thing with this guy. I mean, this guy was a criminal. <laughs> he yeah. was not a nice oh, guy. Right. Oh yeah. He had committed a crime earlier that day which is probably why they had him to start with. And, and yet the cop that was responsible for, I, I agree, I think that standing in somebody's neck and, and, and blocking their blood flow and them breathing and things, that, that should not be allowed and that, that looks like that's not okay, okay? And I'm not giving him a pass on that. But the, the thing is, is that what is, you know, is, is that worse than a whole group of your buddies getting them de together and beating somebody to death? Uh, is, is that worse? Because none of, none of them are being charged, from what I understand. Because, trust me, the whole Floyd thing was all over the news. Mm. I mean, they threw a, the, uh, the equivalent of, a, of some kind of a royal uh, uh, funeral for him. It was five blocks from where I grew up on 38th of Chicago. Yeah. I used to pick up my newspapers there. So... None of these cops are being held responsible for what they did, which clearly is highly excessive force. But it's, I guess it's okay because they're Trump supporters. Trump supporters are, are, are legitimate targets. Fair game. Yeah. I saw, another, I saw another thing in which there was a guy which, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not condoning his behavior. He was climbing the wall out there. He was hanging on the ledge, which from what I understand was about 20 feet off the ground. Somehow he got up there. And what do the cops do? They're up there. They, they pry his hands off the wall and let him drop 20 feet to the ground. Now, he wasn't armed or anything. Now, realistically, wouldn't you think as police officers that, okay, uh, what he's doing, uh, no, he's not allowed to do that. He's, he's, he's trespassing. Help him get off the wall, cuff him, and arrest him. Exactly. Right. Right? That's what I would expect. Sure. So... Another thing that they were doing, we saw various different police officers standing up there on the wall, and there was one guy, I mean, he was just really, really having a good old time with uh, this uh, grenade launcher in which he was uh, firing flashbangs or smoke grenades or whatever, just indiscriminately into the crowd, hitting people with these flashbang grenades. Now, I've never been hit with one of those things. Maybe, Mark, maybe you have an idea what it would be like to get hit with one of those things, like in the face or in the chest. I, I, uh, I would imagine they're pretty, pretty much traveling at a pretty high velocity. I would not want to be hit by one. Um, they will cause significant injury. Yeah. So you have out in this crowd, amongst this crowd of people just standing out there with their Trump flags and whatever, standing out there, we have elderly people probably even maybe even a few children here and there and this guy is up here on the wall just in, indiscriminately firing into the crowd with these grenades 
and hitting people and then flashbangs going off. I, 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 I would imagine a flashbang is probably really, really loud, especially if you're like not expecting it. You get hit in the chest with it and then it goes off right next to you. Um, there were people that were apparently having heart attacks in the crowd from all of this that were just standing outside because they walked into, there were no barricades when they arrived. The, the people initially driven by this Ray Epps guy I told you about that were knocking down the barricades. By the time the main crowd got there, there were no barricades. People walked right in. They had no idea they weren't supposed to be there. So there were people that died from heart attacks. There was another guy that was, uh, his name was Matt Perna, okay? Now, I would think he may be just many, one of many, but they never put him in jail, but they were constantly threatening him and pushing this threat and this fear um, in which, oh, well, you know, and, and he, he did nothing. He did committed no violence. That guy's never really committed any kind of real crime in his whole life. Loved by all of his family and his friends. He was simply there. And they were threatening him with 20 years of jail time. And this just went on for months and months and months. This guy finally committed suicide. He just couldn't take it anymore. And, and he's not alone. There were others like him too. So you have people dying of heart attacks out there in the crowd because of being hit with grenades and flashbangs and smoke bombs. And you've got these, these out of control law enforcement people that are just, just doing this just out of control violence against these people. And, and on top of that, I'm hearing that, okay, Trump initially approved before the event even happened, the National Guard to come in, hey, post these people here just to make sure that they maintain the peace. And that was turned away. They well, actually, yeah, the, the, the Capitol Police actually requested that the National Guard be present. And that was two, three days before mm -hmm. the event. Yeah. And so, it was rejected by yeah. Nancy Pelosi, whatever. But then after this whole thing unfolded, unfolded from what I understand Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer they were they were asking for people to roll in tanks and oh yeah APCs oh yeah after after they yeah after they after the right the, the protesters be were there because that would fit their narrative it's it's like it's like they wanted to encourage it to happen mm -hmm. so that they would have a reason to come in and basically mow these people down. And not only that, but see, that opens... Just a, think about how many Trump supporters we can murder today and get away with it. Well, here's, here's an interesting fact. There were no weapons that were confiscated from any of the protesters. Right, and they're calling it an insurrection, and it's like, oh, well, there was an, a, there was an attempt to topple the government today and, and, and take over the Capitol. It's like, really? Yeah, we It's were... like, you don't think that if that was the intention, that, like, how many of our people were there, a million people were there, right. couldn't have actually accomplished that if that was their goal? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, well, it comes back... A lot of people never paid attention to it, but... Um, Think about the people 
that we're pushing it. Think about the quote unquote, the mentally unstable people. Yet in 2015, you had Bill Gates giving a lecture to the FBI on the development of a vaccine to that would genetically take care of people that had a predisposition for violence. Was it anything to do with MK Ultra? Uh, no, it it wasn't. It okay. wasn't along that line. Uh, no. But the thing is, is well, you look at it in the opposite effect. If you have a way of making someone or creating a vaccine to make someone nonviolent, mm -hmm. then you have the capability also on the reverse of that to create a vaccine in order to make them violent. Agreed. So. Here's a, I mentioned earlier, I mentioned about the, the 80 suspicious actors that were there. Mm -hmm. right. Okay, these people, along with Ray Epps, were out there pushing the crowd. They were, they were encouraging the violence. They were at the head of, of the windows being broken out of the Capitol and, and the doors being, being forced. And, but, you know, and then ultimately, people were, the doors were just opened and, and just let in, you know, without any kind of resistance at all. By the way, you know, Simone Gold, <clears throat> which is sitting in a DC gulag right now, mm -hmm. when she approached the Capitol, there were no barricades. The doors were open. The Capitol Police were literally es guiding people in, and there was this orderly uh, thing. They kinda, between the kinda, ropes. And yeah, kind of like a tour group coming right. in, and, and it's like to, to people that had arrived there after all the initial stuff happened, you would think, oh, well, they're letting us in, and we're allowed to come in, take a tour of the Capitol, look around. Well, Simone Gold was among those people, and she came in, and all she did was she came in, doors were open, Capitol Police were guiding people in. They had the ropes set up. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll stay within the ropes. We'll be orderly. And she came in and she gave a little speech inside the Capitol, and then she left. And now she's sitting in a D.C. gulag for 60 days. You know, the funny thing about it is, is there is no film footage of Ray Epps inside the fence line. Yeah. You're promoting people to go in. Why wasn't there one person? Okay, you first. Yeah, right. You're pushing this. You go. Yeah. Let's see you go. He was out there driving. Mm -hmm. He was out there driving the whole thing, right. what was going on. It's like, why has he not been picked up as a, as at least a co-conspirator mm -hmm. or maybe a ringleader of the whole thing? But no, not at all. And you have these 80 people, okay, which they have clear video evidence mm -hmm. of these people leading this whole thing, breaking windows, all of this stuff, yet not a single one of these 80 people which they have seen that were driving the violence right. have been arrested. Yeah, no, I, someone asked me, I was very surprised that you didn't go to Washington, D.C. And I go, well, why would I? I thought and, about it. Well, I did too. And then I... I, just then couldn't, I, I couldn't fit it into my schedule. I, just, I, I told the person, well, why didn't you go? And I said, there and I go, I really didn't want to be arrested. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and if I was there, I would have been outside those gates telling, screaming at people, anyone going through this fence yeah. will be arrested. Yeah. I had a friend that did go, and, and I, I was going to join him. I didn't, but he told me he, he, he saw everything from afar, mm -hmm. and he didn't go in. Yeah. 
I mean, a, a lot of people. Perspective, kind of like you're saying, if this lady was through the ropes and 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 abiding, you know, yeah. law-abiding citizen. And but now, you know, they had to make an example of her well, because of she's been pushing the truth now for exactly. a couple of years. Exactly, they got to silence her. And yeah. So entrapment, intellectual entrapment. That's what they're doing. I just want to, you know, make sure everybody understands that the FBI or the federal criminal justice system moves very intentionally slowly. Mm -hmm. They will not charge someone until they are fully ready to prosecute. They will make a show out of it, but they don't just charge. Right. So it is really common if these 80 weren't plants, if we don't know, right. but they build a case and then they go after the person. In New Mexico, because we have so much demand for action, we arrest before the investigation's complete. The courts throw it out. You have to recharge. The police don't have enough support. They throw it out. They recharge. And that's why we see so many people walking, because the police don't have the resources and the prosecutor's office doesn't have the resources. The Fed have all the resources yeah. and all the time in the world and they're immune from all the noise people may be you know saying why don't you arrest these people they may be on the agenda we just don't know and it's troubling oh yeah and if there's a defense to whatever people are offering because of entrapment uh whether you know, the situation in Michigan where they were going to kidnap the governor or, or what was happening right. here, all of that's... Um, which may be a similar situation from what we could understand. Be. Uh, could be. In which it was a, a thing in which there were informants, quote, informants, which were encouraging these people to do this thing. Well, I'm sure that uh, there's been enough history, too. Steve will probably agree with this as far as false flags that have happened. And they've gotten uh, a little more bold in their false flagginess and uh, people getting sued because um, they upset the people in Sandy Hook and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I, I brought up 9-11 earlier, but I, I won't go there, but you know, I mean, if you <laughs> Oh boy, to, if you go down that rabbit hole, well, we'll, I'm just that'll saying, take up the rest of the show. I, I know, I don't want to do that, but I'm just saying uh, a false flag is a very real thing. Oh yeah. And they're getting better and better at it, so to speak. Right. This is why this truth that we're talking about now has to be displayed. Well, and and that's what brings out the whistleblowers. Yep. You know, there are still some people in our government. I know it's hard to believe that still have some integrity. Really. And 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 a moral compass. Right. Um, that they are completely outnumbered. Is, yeah. Is yeah. I mean, so. Over time, eventually, the truth always comes out. Now, I talked to you, I, I mentioned this, this over-the-top, uh, out-of-control violence by uh, some of these police officers at this, at this January 6th thing. Now, to their credit, I'm sure there were a lot of police officers there that were doing the best they could, okay? Well, yeah. um, but there were bad actors, okay? Now, here's an interesting thing. There were actually 
you, you know, you heard about Officer Sitnik, and they mm -hmm. tried to, they tried to pin it on the the people that were there. Oh, right. they they killed him by hitting him with a fire extinguisher. Totally not true. Right. Okay. He died from a heart attack. Right. Okay. But there were also four other police officers that committed suicide. Right. Now it kind of makes you wonder. Okay, what drives somebody to commit suicide? Um, some maybe some feelings of some extreme guilt. It's like, oh my God, if I get caught for what I did, I'm going to be in some big trouble. Um, that sort of thing. But that didn't get mentioned by anybody. Oh no, they 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 haven't really spoke of the officers, and I believe it's higher than four now. Uh, it that, might be. Uh, because they see what they did was wrong. Yeah. They see, the, once you see the corruption in the system, you can't unsee it. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting thing about those 80 suspicious, suspicious actors that I mm -hmm. talked about. On video, they are shown with earpieces, mm -hmm. yeah. satellite phones, and other various different types of communications equipment. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason why they had to use the satellite phones for that is because the cell phone had completely overwhelmed. Oh, well, you know, a, a local cell tower can only handle so <laughs> many simultaneous calls. And when you've got like a million people there, oh, yeah. uh, the cell tower is no longer going to work. Right. Yeah, it's going to be overwhelmed. So, yeah, we mentioned the... Oh, okay. Another thing I wanted to mention is they tried to pin a lot of this stuff on the Oath Keepers. They're always going after yeah. these guys. And the truth of the matter is, this video footage they have actually shows a lot of Oath Keepers actually helping control the crowd. Oh, there was, there was a whole group of them sitting there yelling, Fed, 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 Fed Exactly. Fed. They, were trying to, they were trying to out these guys. Oh, yeah. And so, hey, we're at the end of the second hour, believe it or not. What? <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? So I want to talk about, um, oh, I know what I want to talk about. I want to talk a little bit about the green energy and the climate fear. Oh I want to talk a little bit about synthetic meat, plant-based, bug-based, and another really horrifying thing that I discovered as well. So we'll be right back after uh, this break.